really does feel like an embarrassment of riches this week on just another sports podcast. Why? Because I'm here? Yeah. Well, well, because Josh and Colin are here, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin um, of this week's episode. I mean, the calendar tells us we just have midseason baseball to, to really sink our teeth into. We but, haven't but, talked but, about baseball for like months. But we, we may not yeah. even get baseball Since into this episode forward. of the podcast. There's so much to, there's so much to talk about. So... Uh, Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, where do we begin, boys? Like, like I said uh, a minute ago, uh, ago um, do we start with Justify winning the Triple Crown, which ordinarily would be the biggest story of the week? Do we start wow. with the Capitals in the Stanley Cup? Do we, do we wrap up the NBA Finals? I mean, we'll, we'll touch on that, but that seems like an yeah. uneventful, uh, distant story at this point. So Yeah. Um, Here's my review on that. Well, the, th- the thing I want to talk about there is LeBron James and his sudden broken hand there. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would like I, to talk I, about after that, the series yeah. is over. So, um, let, let, let's start with the Capitals, though. They're the, okay. they're the pseudo local team. And, All caps. And wh- I, I, did you just make that up? Mm-hmm. That was good. Did you take part in any of the debauchery that was uh, going on since they won the Stanley Cup last week, Colin? No, but I. Um, probably drank heavily uh by yourself in <laughs> celebration right but you're not an alcoholic <laughs> yeah, though. in celebration and you're, and you're a vetchkin jersey yeah and my and well actually i don't have one so i just painted my chest a vetchkin <laughs> and that and i was wearing uh, my crosby jersey oh uh, i uh, forgot uh, that's right at, at home yes uh no i i didn't do any I, gosh it seems so long ago now and i'm trying to think of where i was, was what, what day of the thursday week night. it was last thursday it was a week ago yeah, yeah. We, we we recorded we old. recorded hour, hours hours okay. hours before news. old oh. news here. Yeah, I was I was home. I, I I guess I just watched it at home. Uh, I was surprised that Graham, our our producer, wasn't texting us madly throughout the night. But then he also told me he didn't watch. Did he tell you guys that he didn't watch it? He's kind of uh, sh- uh, his fandom has sort of waned over the years. I, I think mm-hmm. he you know ramped it back up for the for the playoffs here but twist that michael uh, your, your levels are low there josh we're hanging on every word how prode- professional is that twist that mic josh yeah sorry uh so i don't know if graham was no I, I he said he wasn't he didn't even watch it he said he didn't watch it but he, it was a long story. H- his caps enthusiasm faded um I, th- I think his family situation has, has prevented him from getting into it as yeah, much he's kind of busy he, he, yeah well, with all the work that he does he's, yeah he's always busy like at midnight editing our piddly little podcast here right it was great dc you can't say dc is not a good sports city i think to see all the people who turned out and to see with the parade a couple days ago i mean it was a lot it was good to see everybody come together uh i don't think ovechkin has been sober for a minute since uh that happened did you guys see the twitter where he's like splashing around in the public fountain and stuff like that georgetown i think and and my favorite photo was like during the nats they were at the nats game on uh, saturday being being honored and just randomly during the Nats game, there's this distant picture of Ovechkin like holding the Stanley Cup above his head, like in his in his luxury suite. And they couldn't put it on the board because because the, because the, the ball is in play. So I'll, I'll show you guys the picture later. But it's just this random picture of Ovechkin, seemingly at a very random time, just holding the Stanley Cup. <laughs> it above seems his head. like for a week he's been holding the Stanley Cup over his head, like literally. <laughs> you, you've seen like hundreds of photos of him everywhere he is. He's holding it up over his head. Like I wonder how I wonder if his arms are tired or if he's gotten stronger because of it i heard a great question 
from David Aldridge, and I want to pose this to you guys. It might be too early to open Medusa's box, so we'll keep it closed. Oh, sp- speaking of Medusa's box, this is my story. My, my, my brother, who who wants to fight you and is a regular listener. <laughs> we just completely veered away from my... Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, this is quick. Uh, um, he said, you guys know it's not Medusa's box, right? <laughs> it, it, it's Pandora's box. <laughs> and I said, "Well, I said, well, Brian, let me fill you in on the backstory here, and let me let me bring you in on the joke here. Maybe yeah. we, yeah, maybe we need to tell our our listeners no. again because they Colin, made Colin was ser- joke. Colin was searching for the term Pandora's box in <laughs> in a uh, very early uh, rendition or episode of the podcast. He said Medusa by by accident. It, I, I might even call it a slip of the tongue, or he just got his phrases mixed up. And we've been referring it to it." We've been referring to it as Medusa's box since, simply as a way to make make fun of the of the moment of Colin mixing up his words, which we've all done on this podcast before. So, and in addition to getting many many facts incorrect, yeah, <laughs> I think about that all the time after we're done, and I hear something or read something, I'm like, "Wow, we got that wrong." We never issue corrections. We never come back and say, "Oh, yeah." So anyway, yeah. Uh, so so yes, people, we know it is Pandora's box, but but get we're in on the Medu- joke. We're we're calling it Medusa's box. Colin, I interrupted. So Please. we the the whole thing with the Caps right now is they're running around DC doing all this crazy stuff, drinking all the time, being cra- I mean, being outward in public, intoxicated. And now I'm the last person to ever get on board to 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 you know pot kettle all that stuff, but. What if an NBA champion for a week, a team, yeah. went out and so publicly partied oh and, and showed up in the way and in the manner the Capitals have? That would not be received the same way. That's exactly right. I And when that question was posed, I thought, wow, that's an interesting take on that. Because Could you imagine all of the out-of-wedlock children that would be conceived in that span of time? Well, there could be now. <laughs> but it's like the, the people would... I think people would frown on that. I think and that's I a really think good point. I think it's a racial thing. I really do. Yeah, I mean, these guys are like basically bouncing around the, from bar to bar, publicly drunk. Yeah, with this giant trophy. Yeah, that imagine no one if that was Draymond Green oh, and Steph Curry. Like people would go crazy, and it's not fair. So I'm sticking up for the NBA here. Yeah, well, plus, and public plus intoxication. Not only, that, yeah. not only that, but those guys stick out like sore thumbs because they're all six foot nine and above. That's true. Whereas the Capitals guys are like more normal sized and can blend in. That's true. Aside from the but giant trophy point, they're carrying. Yeah. Well, and just see, okay, so they don't blend in. That's a, that's a good point, Josh, because everywhere these people go, yeah. they carry that cup with them. So yeah. that marks them as a member of. Of the capital, that double standard exists elsewhere, though. Like Rob Gronkowski, who's everyone's favorite meathead, he gets away with stuff that other yeah. people wouldn't, just because oh, it's just Gronk being Gronk, or, or look, yeah. look, look what a crazy fun time oh. he's having. Oh, yeah, oh look at that Gronk. Well, right. okay, so it was always just Manny being Manny too, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the double standard in sports, and I'm not even just saying sports in popular culture in general. It it really annoys me what, 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 what the, could be done about it though i i mean that's just a culture shift to culture and the way culture is right now and <laughs> the, the, how divided everybody is anyway i mean we're it's only we're, gonna get worse yeah it's only gonna get worse but I, I thought that was an interesting point not that i don't like seeing ovechkin and everybody out there partying because it's a lot of fun and if you were down in dc and you saw these dudes run up with a stanley cup smelling like 
Labatt Blue, you you know I'm sure it'd be exciting. But what is what is Ovechkin been drinking out of it? Vodka, vodka is that what they call it? Those <laughs> Russians call well, it. They, there was a video Stoli. of him doing a, He was doing a keg stand. Uh, oh, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, uh, on, on on one of the video clips that that I saw. My so. question is like, who's in charge of cleaning that thing? Like, uh, I've uh, always that, thought it was the grossest thing that's that they nasty. do. That. There, there, yeah. there is a guy who's responsible for the Stanley Cup. He's hired by the NHL or he's the, the Hockey Hall of Fame to. to he's to, like the Secret he, Service. He's, he's the custodian of the Stanley Cup. So. Yeah. He, I, I guess he accompanies it wherever he goes and watches all these things happen to it. There's legendary stories. Uh, it's uh, like disinfecting it, it, it every five minutes. It, it, it's been at the bottom of p- swimming pools. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, all, all sorts of yeah. stories of where, of where it's been. He was um, in bed with Ovechkin. I saw that picture. He, yeah, he yeah. slept with it. Did you see that? No, I missed that one. I'm sure his model wife felt neglected um, that night. He's going to take it to the World Cup now. He's going to bring it home to Russia after Russia just won... I think too. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get we'll get into we'll get into the World <laughs> Cup uh, uh, a little bit. But here here's my bigger question about the DC sports scene in general. Have the Capitals lifted the burden off it off it the Nationals, the Redskins, the Wizards? I think uh, you posed this question uh, yeah. recently. And and you guys you guys I, shot, I shot it down. It down. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think that. I, I don't think so. But if you hear like the Nationals talk, like Scherzer and Zimmerman were at the one of the Stanley Cup games in DC, and they talked about how fired up they were and how it carried over under their performance and then so who knows maybe no, but I, but but don't you just think that the pressure of, of finally breaking through and being the team to to get dc out, out of this rut that it's been in for 20 years did, did don't you think the nationals played with that burden a little bit and don't you think that impacted them and now that the pressure is they they don't have to be the team anymore to to, well, to lift the city out of its rut does that free, i don't know does that free them up mentally I, to win to whereas before they might have been locked up by the moment I don't know that they're playing for D.C. anyway. Give me a break. Like, those guys are all from all all over the country. Like, they're not from D.C. Why the hell do they care about We've got to lift the burden for the city. of Like, if I was playing in D.C., I wouldn't care. I would win for myself and win for my teammates. I'm not going to win for the city I'm playing in. And and, and to be fair, to to your guys' point, it hasn't helped the Browns uh, very much since since the Cavs won the title. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is going to help the Browns. And and, and it hasn't helped the Indians. Uh, The Indians got within a few outs of uh, or or a hit, a run-scoring hit of winning the World Series two years ago. But but it hasn't ended uh, their drought either. Well, what is what about a city like Minnesota? You know, the Twins, the Timberwolves, the Vikings. Do they have the Wild? Or the, is yeah. the Minnesota Wild still there? Yeah. Like, there are so many other cities that have all four sports teams that have not won in a very long time a championship as well. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think. Just not as high profile as D.C. Yeah, I know. D.C. is pretty high profile, but I, I don't think... It's really cool to see everybody come together, like with Scherzer at the game, and every, like I, I hope it carries over to the Nats. Hey, I didn't see any Wizards at these at any of these games. Well, LeBron, <laughs> we'll get to that. But uh, when yeah, when no, LeBron but, comes and changes and right. saves the Wizards. No, but I didn't see John Wall at the, at yeah. the Capitals game. No, I know, but, or Kirk Cousins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Alex I, Smith. Alex Smith. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think it really does anything for D.C. I, I just, I really don't. And do plus, D.C. is a transient town. Do you subscribe to the theory that the Vikings are cursed, though, Josh? I mean, Minnesota hasn't won in forever. I mean, is there some curse, at wor- some larger curse? I just pulled that out of a hat. I, I'm I mean, it's a, probably a pretty good comparison, because I think when's the last time the Twins won was like 91 or something like that. Right. Yeah, about the same time as the Redskins uh, last championship. It's not a curse. So. There's there are no curses. Yeah. It's just yeah. they just so you, suck. You don't you don't. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the sports are so different. Like you don't see Alex Ovechkin and John Wall and Alex Smith 
uh, and Bryce Harper go out to dinner right. once a month and talk. Like, I, they're all separated. That's how I... The Redskins don't even play in D.C. It's true. There all right. We go. Bam, shot down. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about that game at all? Or I mean, that's so long it ago. It was a fun game, right? Uh, it was back and forth. It was back and forth. There were some, some, incredible, some incredible goals, mm-hmm. you know, late in the game. Yeah, Smith Pelly falling down uh, and, and scoring uh, the game, tying goal I after think, they had fallen yeah. behind. And when that sort of when that happened, it was just sort of like, oh, you know, you knew this it was happening. Yeah, you, yeah. Knew, yeah, yeah. you knew that it was meant to be for the Capitals uh, yeah. uh, this year. So. I never thought I never thought they would do it. So 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 even up three one. No, no, I, I I it sort of felt like this was. I just never imagined um, they would gotcha. be in any position to win the Stanley right. Cup any anytime soon after their recent failures, and especially when they're down two nothing to Columbus after two home losses in yeah. the first round. You wouldn't actually foresee them making this run. So. Um, so uh, it was a great run, and uh, and uh, <laughs> when 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 will the debauchery end? Uh, will be will be the the thing to watch, I guess, going yeah, forward. That's a lot so. of fun, and will they repeat? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they have some. Ret- will Barry Trotz be back? Their their coach. I mean, that, that that's a that's an unanswered question he, right now. Yeah, so he'd be stupid. Not God, to. could you imagine if they don't bring him back? Well, I think when's the last time? Bring him when's back the last time a team won a championship and got rid of their coach the next year? A good he said good he, he said i heard him say today he wants to come back but the Capitals saying well we have to sit aside from inside from a, a retirement like yeah bill walsh or something yeah. like that i don't know that that's a, i i think i read too that jimmy the, johnson one of the quirky stats barry switzer yeah but didn't mm-hmm. jimmy johnson win a title and then he was fired oh yeah and then yeah, they brought in so. switzer yeah I, I think well the Miami Dolphins job opened and he wanted to I mean he's a Miami guy so he wanted to work in Miami. He didn't quit. He got fired by Jerry Jones. And then they brought in Barry Switzer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, was, I, I, it was it was a personality clash. It was it yeah. was a number of, number of different factors is, is what I'm saying. So there was one little quirky stat I thought I thought that I think this is right although we get things wrong a lot. The in in all the playoffs the Caps won uh, four games straight in everything they did. Um, they were down 0-2. Mm-hmm. Um, against no, not true. The Pen- the Penguins won Game Four. No, okay. So then, what I mean is, then they won four straight after that, including the Tampa Bay series. They were uh, okay. 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 Yeah. I, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Bam! Right. So. Bingo. Yeah. All right. Well, back in the year 2015, our man Colin <laughs> got to take part in uh, a small part I, I, in uh, a. The, what did I do? The Triple Crown. Oh, yeah. So I'm very angry about this. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, You're so selfish. I, oh, yes, I am. Yeah. And and over the weekend, for the second time in four years, we got to watch another horse win the Triple Crown. These things, yeah. especially when it comes to the Triple Crown, tend to happen in bunches, as, as we've seen uh, uh, history show. So what did we make of Justify's uh, victory uh, in the Triple Crown? It, it was... One of the more, more impressive things I've seen in a while um, uh, when, when it comes to a sport like that. Yeah. I mean, have we seen Justify? Is he out uh, getting drunk and swimming in the pond? <laughs> uh, He's probably had a lot of hay. And He's a lot eating of, some carrots. Uh, a, a lot of oats and carrots. Uh, I, I texted this to you guys last night. It's so phenomenal to me. For as impressive as he was, they said that if running the race secretariat would have beat him by 25 lengths. Like, that's insane. Uh, I had a very weird Saturday. I wanted to go to Josh's house to watch the Belmont, yeah. and then he fell off the face of the earth. No, but that was my <laughs> fault. The The band was playing in it. Did you even get to stuff. see it? Uh, I eventually, yeah. Okay. And, Not um, live, though? No, yeah. And it was, they, 
I've, have you had read you, about Did you the, know what happened before you saw it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Did you, did you read about these conspiracy theories? There is another Baffert horse uh, in who they thought was set that was up. Was blocking, yeah. yeah. Do you guys believe in any of no. that stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, okay. Go you ahead. don't think that happens? Like, absolutely. I, I do, but Greg was really quick to say yeah, no. Yeah, because so he, I, cause that's one other horse. How, how do you control all the other horses in the race? <laughs> Well, one horse can well, make a big difference yeah. in clearing the way for for a, a quote unquote teammate, well, and especially with Justify on the rail starting from. Yeah. So that was that that was I, a big I deal. I, I don't dismiss it happens. I just don't think it was a big fact. I think just Justify was the best horse. I'm not, I'm not putting this. On oh a, yeah, well a, I agree a, with that conspiracy theory. I agree with that. My conspiracy theory would be with Windstar Farms, which is the con- the controlling group of Justify, owned another horse, which is known as a finisher. Um, a closer, I think is the term, mm-hmm. that was pegged to run in the Belmont, and uh, maybe two weeks before the Belmont, they pulled that horse out. Mm. And everybody's skeptical about. Well, obviously, they did that because they didn't want that horse to to okay. I, I, I would kick buy, past I, Justify yeah. and upset the Triple Crown because obviously they stood to make how much, how many millions of dollars through the through the actual uh, victory. Yeah. Yeah, I read. so that's where but, my but, conspiracy and, and these are all rich was. guys to begin with. So again, uh, n- nothing just needs a million dollars, but a million dollars doesn't yeah. mean the same thing to them well, as it does to you. And yeah, me. well, then and the breeding rights and all of that stuff, you know, would increase because of the triple crown. Yeah, it's something like seventy-five million dollars. Right. I thought I. Yeah, ma- so, ma- imagine all the ladies swarming around Justify since since his big victory well, on, yeah. on, uh, sa- yeah, on Saturday. He immediately announced he wouldn't go to the White House. <laughs> Uh, so I yeah that that joke's been fine. I know, but too. I love that joke. I love that joke. I uh, where does he rank all time? I I I, I, I said to Josh. I, maybe you were. Maybe I sent you the text too. But I consider his body of work more impressive than American Pharaohs. Well, I take personal offense to that. Right. I know cause you were <laughs> so, you were personally involved in. I was personally. In, in, in I think I felt story. I was the one to break because I covered that horse. That was why the horse won. Uh, I I think it was this was way more impressive. If I remember correctly, American Pharaoh's Belmont run was kind of tight. Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely wasn't wire to wire yeah. either. Well, oh, yeah, no. it, his, I think it was, it was wire to wire, but I think that there was it wasn't like by ten links or anything like no, that. No, but I I will say that I called it. I said he I said just by would win by a length at least, and he won by a length and a half. Mm. So, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Where does he rank? Yeah, that's a really good I, question. I don't know. It's too hard to compare it. Really is. Compare okay, better. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Baffert. Baffert, best trainer of all time. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, two, two triple crowns now. Yeah. So. Two triple crowns after everyone said it was never going to happen again. But and still holding his 48-year-old son's hand at every every turn. The, the, the thing that almost has bothered me about it, though, is like people have been like nitpicking this ever since it happened. Like Pat Forty wrote a big column to Josh, I think passed along to us, saying, well, yeah. it was, I mean th- – when he won the Kentucky Derby, people were saying this is one of the deepest Derby fields ever. I mean, it's true. That, 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 so I was yes. disappointed in Pat Forty for writing that. Uh, so, so yes, he didn't blow away the Derby field, and and it was it was a sloppy track too, where Pharaoh I think ran on a dry track, but but it had a more impressive Derby win. But the field was more impressive, I think, mm-hmm. uh, when Justify won it. So that accounts for the difference in my mind. He won on a sloppy track on the on the. Uh, on the at the Preakness and then dominated the Belmont. The horse, I mean, the horse won six straight races in 111 days or something like right. that. Right, and it's ne- and it had never raced had never raced before. I know around other horses. Now, obviously, the horse ran and uh, as a two year old, but was 
part, I guess, was injured, and that was part part of the reason why they held him out. Right, and, I, season, and I'm obviously not qualified to compare horses or <laughs> compare victories either. But hey, what did but, I say? Secretary is clearly the goat horse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, there's really no reason yeah. to compare anything. You're basically just, like, who's the second best You're horse playing, of all time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But right. it was fun. I'm, you know, it's good that it happened. It'll, pro- I think it'll happen again within the next 10 years. Yeah. And I want to see how many people follow this trend and not running horse and, in, in its second year. And I know who the best, second best horse of all time was. It was the Black Stallion. So, done. Done. I don't know if you guys. What about what about Seabiscuit? Where, where does Seabiscuit Well, he's fall? probably, he actually ranks, per, you know, highly. But Black Stallion, obviously, is... This is a fictional character, but the race that that horse won uh, was absolutely incredible. You guys probably don't even well, have, have no never idea seen that what movie. you're talking. Well, what movie is that? The Black Stallion. Oh, the Black Stallion. You've no, never seen the Black no. Stallion. Uh, That's uh, one. Like as a movie guy, I can't believe you haven't seen that. That's one of my top ten favorite movies. Really? Of all time. Wow. Hey, we should bring back Cinema School. Yeah, you guys should both watch the Black Stallion. You, okay. in particular, Colin, should watch the Black Stallion. I will. I will do that. I haven't seen the Sea Biscuit movie. Uh, mm. The well, the book like it's one of those deals. If you have read the book, did you read the book? I have the book. <laughs> okay, well, the I mean, it's the movie is kind of a joke compared to what Laura Hillebrand did with that book. That book was just it's the book just it. If you don't know anything about horse racing, mm-hmm. read that book, and you're interested in it, read that book because you'll learn everything you need to know about it. It's, well, obviously, that was way back in the twenties when I can receive biscuit was running. Really, the twenties? I think it was in the twenties. Okay. All right. Well, in between, in between, uh, justify his triple crown and the Caps winning the Stanley Cup, the NBA season came to an end with, with big surprise, the Golden State Warriors hoisting the trophy. And and I don't want to go over all that. We've we've been over this for weeks and weeks about the Cavs and the Warriors and stuff. But in his post game press conference after the finals, LeBron James suddenly showed up with a cast on his hand. After playing three games, a total Ben Roethlisberger move. Yes, uh, well, we've talked about what drama, what drama kings LeBron and Ben Roethlisberger. Seabiscuit was in the thirties. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, so LeBron, after playing three games, suddenly decides to make it. This, this, uh, to set the story, I guess he punched a, bl- a whiteboard after the game one, the the frustrating game one loss, and then he went on to play three games, and there was no mention of of the. Um, of the broken hand, but but in the wake of the Warriors' victory, LeBron suddenly has to make it known that uh, yeah, my I played with a broken hand for three games. So, what are we to make of that? Uh, what I make of it, <laughs> I, the love hate relationship with LeBron James, as far as I'm concerned, goes on and on. And now I I'm back to hating, and I'm sure is he the worst sports person ever? Which no, I it's my still Brian. Okay. It's still Ben. Right. But I. What I that's why he wants to fight you, by the way. I think that it's only he's only going to annoy me even more with whatever decision he makes, however this plays out. And everybody seems to think it's going to happen within the next two or three weeks. Doesn't it? I mean, this stuff ramps up pretty quickly. They have the draft, and then like free agency starts yeah. relatively. There, there probably won't be an ESPN special uh, this time. I, th- I think he's probably going to, though. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, you never know with LeBron. <laughs> Not ESPN, so. but on YouTube, Jim Gray is going to go to his house. And, uh, yes. Uh, that's that's who I uh, interviewed him on the LeBron, time. the newly launched LeBron network or something like that. So, you know, if I would just love it if somebody on the Cavs or if LeBron, I guess, would would get up and say, you know what? We felt good. We knew we had to win game one. We were going to win game one. J.R. Smith threw it to the dogs. We there was no way we could recover. You wouldn't be able to recover either. Goodbye. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's. That's it. That'd I, be the real way to say it. Yeah, and nobody's gonna say that, of course. But I, I mean, him having a broken hand, I don't. 
What do you think, Josh? I this is just one more thing. It, with, it's, with it, it, it goes into his mo of, of, yeah. of, of, of being a being a drama guy. Well, so. I don't know. He could have if he wanted to be a, a, a drama, a dramatic story playing out even uh, on the on the the biggest stage in the game. He could have he could have said he he you know he did. No, but it, why did he do it? Why why did he true. wait? Why did he wait to do it when he did it though? It was to totally take away from the Warriors' victory. So. So so, so 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 he's stirring. The I'm not pot. Too sure. That, I'm he, not sure the, the Warriors there. were paying attention. Like no, not, not, <laughs> no, no. But no one has lost any sleep. The Warriors and their fans haven't lost a wink of sleep over it. But but why would he do it when he did it? I mean, it's just take away from their their win somehow. I could. I I guess that's a fair point. He seems to be that that petty to me. Like yeah. I could see. I could see that. But I I don't know. I think you just keep that to yourself. To me, it comes off more as an excuse than it does anything else right and i am like come on don't have excuses do you think if you had if you if your hand wasn't broken what it'd be seven a seven game series no you're still you're probably going down in four again and, and how many mm-hmm. dunks did lebron throw down how many yeah. shots did he make with with his broken hand so i mean if you're gonna use yeah. it as an excuse you gotta you gotta do better than that so i'm we say it every week we're gonna say it again i'm at a loss i have no idea where he could possibly go i don't think anywhere makes sense I really don't. And wherever he goes, they better it better anywhere, including staying in Cleveland, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think at this point, I can't even really see how that makes sense. I'd love to see him go to Boston. Well, what about the <laughs> maybe possibility? He, maybe he'll go to Israel and play with Joe, <laughs> Joe Alexander. Alexander. That's a great idea. <laughs> what about the possibility that our man Michael Wilbon floated that he wind up with the Wizards somehow? Yeah, it's ludicrous. It's not going to happen. But I, I like the idea. I think that'd be fun. I, yeah, I mean, even though they gave Otto Porter a max contract, <laughs> I get where Wilbon lives here, no, yeah, doesn't he? Still, yeah. So I understand part. why he wants to see that happen. Plus, he's a huge NBA guy, and like Greg pointed out, he covered the Jordan Bulls and probably. He wants to see, you know, um, the the best player in the game come to his hometown or the, come to his the town that he lives in. But the points that he made in that were just I don't buy them. I think he's painting LeBron as like this this huge social activist, and he's not. And I really don't think he is. I, he's, I, not. he's not out there leading leading he's, the charge. He just like Greg pointed out. We had discussed this last night. Like. He'll just he will respond to questions about social issues, but it's not like he's making he's not stepping on a platform and leading you know um, leading the charge against injustices and things like that. So like yeah. Bill Wilbon was basically saying like this is the place for him to come because you know uh, it's DC and the politics and the company you know all the big businesses that are here i, mm-hmm. I don't know. lebron lebron deserves credit for being willing to talk about the issues because michael jordan uh, yes uh, among others will refuse to do it with, with the, the old republicans buy sneakers two line um but he deserves credit for that but right he's not he's not out there championing championing any cause <laughs> yeah uh, re- uh, really so yeah compared i mean relatively speaking and comparatively speaking he is a mainstream superstar athlete who has taken i mean when the Trayvon Martin right, stuff that, that, happened. That's the big one, yeah. Uh, and he's been, you know, he's been honest with with that. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't think he would sacrifice his career <laughs> or do anything that really put. I mean, let's be honest. If LeBron James really wanted to make a wave when it comes to something political, he could, and he would and, have. And he doesn't now. need to be in D.C. to yeah, do it. He don't, yeah, that's true. He doesn't need to be in D.C. So I mean, it's it's wishful thinking, but yeah, it's a fun right. thing to think about. Yeah, I, I was um, thinking along the lines of the NBA Finals and the players who were on the court, 
and some of the arguments that are be so very popular on social media, namely the Jordan versus LeBron argument. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the finals got me thinking, and I think I mentioned this to Greg the other day. So forget, let's throw out the LeBron Jordan argument. They're they're the best two players in league history. Mm-hmm. Who's three? And Bill Russell. There's one question. So who's number three? And the next question would be. How long or how many more championships do the Warriors have to win before we start to argue about who is better in that argument between KD and Steph Curry? Like, who is going to be higher in the hmm. in the rankings of greatest player of all time? Hmm. I, I just think that list is getting more recent and recent and recent. Like, I saw someone say Kobe is the number the, yeah. the, the third greatest player ever. It's like, what, well, what about all the centers? That, what about Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Bill Russell? Russell. Bill Russell, oh, yeah. 11 championships. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think it's like who – it's starting to become who do we remember yes. the, the, the best, <laughs> basically. Well, so yeah. I I tend to think that Kevin Durant will probably be remembered, but that he'll, would be, he'll be a, he'll be a top ten player for sure. I, I don't think well, I don't, any way around that. The so. question between Steph and KD, though, I I don't I don't know because Steph will have more rings. He will than, have one more. He will have one can, more if it's they like, stay together. It was like the Dwayne Wade argument. But but, but, but but it's just who's the better player though, and the answer is Kevin Durant. Yeah, I guess so. Who? Yeah. I guess so. I yeah. did I, I, I who will be more celebrated though like people love to watch Steph and oh yeah and, and Durant's mm-hmm. taking a big hit uh, PR wise with with just going signing yeah. with Golden State mm-hmm. so but I mean who's better Kevin Durant or Larry Bird I mean I, I would probably say Kevin Durant's yeah. a better overall player than Larry Bird so I don't know that's you know racist those those, <laughs> those kinds <It> of not. <laughs> just for the record <laughs> Those kinds of people take what we say seriously, like Medusa's in Pandora's box. So, I'm really kind of getting to the end of my rope with who's better, like in any, like with with all this stuff and saying Kevin Durant's better than Larry Bird because they're not they're not apples to apples comparison. I didn't know that was that was that was one that was circulating. Like it's an argument that people are having. No, I I I, 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 just make that. I I pulled it out. I completely pulled it out of thin air. I will say that I think Larry Bird. People probably. Uh, people of a certain age probably don't realize how good Larry Bird was. Well, that's what I mean, and that that's why I like to hear you say that now. I, I feel like you know, we I, we all didn't know Larry Bird as well as we know Kevin Durant. Or even Michael Jordan, because yeah. he got hurt and his career wound down at a er, much earlier than, say, mm-hmm. than even Matt. Well, Magic's obviously ran out of time for a different reason. But, um, yeah, I think Bird sort of – fell off because of an injury yeah. but in his prime man if he if he played in the nba now he would he would be at bi- as big of a superstar now as he was then yeah the, the reason really the reason why i brought larry bird into it because i think most people consider him a top 10 player yeah. of all yeah. time and i'm saying and when you when you guys were questioning like will kd be a top 10 player of all time i, I would say kevin durant is just a better player than, than than larry bird as good as larry bird was kevin durant's that good too at least that good so but i don't know see i think you're I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, Durant, I don't the, know the st- well, he's seven feet tall. He can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Um, but Bird was like an incredible leader. Kevin Durant is not an incredible leader. Right. He doesn't need to be. But I think that's another thing that's forgotten about Bird is how like he lit the fire on those Celtics teams. Like he yeah. was a uh, he was a badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's 
there's not that feeling about KD. Oh, there's one of the great anecdotes, from, I think, from the book Dream Team, where Bird came into during All Star Weekend. Um, he came into the locker room before the three point shootout and said, "Which one of you MFers is finishing yeah, second?" Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it is a, it's, a fan, it's one of the best quotes I've ever seen. So um, it, 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 it's fan, yeah, I mean, he was a competitive. He was a killer. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, in, in not maybe not quite in the Kobe Michael sense, but but not far behind that either, and, and, and certainly much more than like a LeBron James, someone like yeah. that. So definitely more than Kevin Durant too. It kind of makes you wonder. Uh, and this is going to be like a get off my lawn situation, but are we are we ever going to see another player that has the killer instinct that those types of players once had? I feel like all the great superstars anymore are passive. Well, and not only that, but a lot of these big stars that are coming to uh, coming to life in the NBA are three point shooters. Yeah, that's, and like that's you're not going to be a killer by being a three point shooter. Like you can't, true. you don't play. It's, the game's not played the same as it was then. Yeah, I, I just think the mindset is not conducive to it. the social media. Hey, look at me. Uh, I, I mean that that's not how M- Michael was. That's not how Kobe was. I, I just don't think the mindset is conducive to that killer mindset. It's more of a social. Hey, we're we're all in this together type thing. Where Jordan and Kobe didn't think they they didn't think we're all in this together. They think they're thinking it's it's yeah. about it's about me. <laughs> well, Kobe took a lot of flack for that though toward the end of his career for continuing to be that way. And he became he endeared himself on some level, but there was a period of time where a lot of people he faced a lot of you know pushback because of the way that he was. I, I think it'd be really hard. Like, do you think Draymond Green is like that? Maybe now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, just kids are growing up. I mean, uh, like having a cell phone at a really young age wouldn't be that big a deal to them. Or, or like we would look at him and go, "Well, how old were you when you got a cell phone?" Like, and and the social media stuff's already ingrained God, and established. In, that in, is a really good question. So. I, I mean, I have a child. I don't know what age will, is going to be acceptable for him to have a cell phone. Thirty-five. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. as long as I'll hold off as long as possible. I know that. It's it's, it's the same thing that that uh, uh, messes with our industry. Like kids don't grow up. They didn't grow up reading the paper like like you yeah. like 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 we did. So so it's not going to be something they're used to, and and, and that's that's going to be where where our industry really runs into problems is when these kids are in charge of paying the newspaper bill. They're they never got a newspaper. They never read the yeah. newspaper. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's just a cult, it's just a cultural thing that that is not going to churn out as many of these super alpha males like like the Kobe's and the Jordans. I I don't think. Oh, speaking so. of alpha males, let's go back for a minute to um, horse racing. Justified <laughs> because when I texted this to Colin. I you because like everybody that covered the that race, you know, all these big time reporters were just they they. They send they write all these crazy stories and they have all these anecdotes. And one of the anecdotes I read was that like when um when Justify came walking into the oh, into right. the barn yeah, yeah. and all of the other horses were eating, like they the horses like stopped eating and moved out of the way to allow him to eat. I'm like that's taking it too far. Like you guys believe this kind of stuff. I don't know if how much of the, how much reading you did about the the uh, the Triple Crown this year, but that stuff is I I just I find that incredibly hard to believe. Like these these sort of um, horse fables, these myths that they it's make fun. up about these it's horses. Fun. It's fun to think horses about. probably aren't quite that human. I mean, well, it's uh, like the Wade Boggs stories. He drink. 50 cases of beer on an airplane or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, well, 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 Chamberlain and the number of women uh, yeah. uh, he's, yeah. he's, he slept with, too. So, yeah, it's, it, it becomes le- these these made-up stories become legend, basically. So. But yeah. you, you definitely do not believe I, that. I just though, think right? it's funny. 
I mean, maybe some of that stuff happens, but I think it's more or less well, the horse fabric, is fabricated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the horse has alpha male characteristics. I mean, that that's for sure. But I don't think other yeah. horses are reacting. I mean, accordingly. I think it's fine if you want to report like what kind of a um how the horse acts around humans and whether it likes human interaction like that's fine but if you're going to start talking about like trying to go into the uh the head of some horse and the other horse in the hall in the stall next to him and like what their relationship is go mr justify (laughs) and and how horses and how that sounded like paul bearer Oh, it's justified. <laughs> yes. He, you he can have a triple rights. crown champion. Probably holding secret- uh, an urn with Secretariat's ashes in it. So, <laughs> oh, Please take my water. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. So. Put that in the show Paul notes. <laughs> Didn't, it, Didn't that guy die recently? Not yeah, recently. He, like maybe five years ago. Yeah. Or so. he, he has passed, though. Yeah. Percy yeah. Pringle. That was his name. Yeah. What a great name, Paul Bear. Why would he change your name from Percy Pringle? If yeah. you're a wrestling well, he figure, didn't. what a great that, name. That was a WWF thing. Oh, that was okay. a because McMahon when thing. your gimmick is death, uh, Paul Bear, Paul Bear ma- makes uh, more witty. sense. So yeah. my name is ironic. <laughs> yes. Well, we we, we <laughs> I remember I remember the Undertaker when he was Mean Mark. Who remembers oh, that? Oh, Mean Mark Calloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. that guy. Speaking yeah. of badasses, yeah. that guy was a badass. His Definitely. his finishing move was a heart punch. Yeah, <laughs> he would like put the guys. He would put one guy's hand like his arm behind his head or something. And he would just like, like punch him in the chest, <laughs> and he would like fall down like a shot. And then and then he met Paul Bearer, which would change his life forever. That's right. Yep. So there we go. We won't spend. Oh. We won't spend a ton of time on this, but we at least have to acknowledge Rafael Nadal's uh, 11th Fresh Open title. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one of the most uh, just dominant athletes of all time. I mean, he's got to be he's got to be in in, in the question like guys. They they don't even think they have a chance to beat him in a best of five set match on clay. clay. I'm going to do my Rafael Nadal impersonation. Thank you very much. That's good. well, that's him off the court. Him off the court is uh, I won an, I won eleven straight French Open. No, thank, thank he you always very, says no at the end of uh, every. <laughs> thank you. I'm very 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 happy. But, uh, yes, but on the court, this is my Rafael Nadal impersonation. <clears throat> that's what he does. Like every time he hits the ball. <laughs> and, uh, well, you want to go back to our show. You want to go back the shark. You want to go back to our double standard uh, conversation. Yeah. Like when oh, the women do it, yeah, they, they, Serena they, when the women do it, Sharapova, they take all kinds of yeah. grief. When, when the guys do it, no one, yeah. no one says a and, peep about the guys. About, yeah, and what about that clip that we, you, you and I watched? Um, uh, Nadal and Sharapova were practicing together. I guess they must have been on. Course. Yeah, they just started hitting separate course. So they for, were hitting for, for the fans or whatever. Right. Yeah, and they played like a point, and they were both playing pretty hard neither one of them grunted once really? and these are the two people who grunt the most of any players men or or women probably what's and up with that why i it's because like we've you've heard stories about these tennis they, players they, and how they, they do it they, as a, they don't grunt in practice or whatever yeah like, they do it as a, they could turn they could turn it or they could turn it off whenever right. they want i didn't know so. that. it's an intimidation thing or it's just a mental mm-hmm. thing once they're playing like they feel like they have to do it yeah but but he i mean just just he he breaks the will of his opponent before they <laughs> step on the court. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe it's the grunting that, that, that does it. Maybe the, the thing, about, <laughs> the thing about him watching him play tennis, it, it we're blessed at this time of, of history to be able to watch Federer and him play at the same time. And, and they've combined to win the last eight 
or the last six majors. But the thing that's so incredible about them, and books have been written about it, is how different they are and, and stylistically yeah. as players. Like you hear guys talk about the top spin or like the you know, the revolutions that he can put on a ball with his forehand, and right? You can see it yeah. when you like. You can't see that that game. There are so many subtle differences to players, and like mm-hmm. each game comes down to like such a you know like one point here or there. Everything is so minute in that game. But you can tell how much spin he puts on that ball when you watch on television, and that's. And I don't think people can appreciate the bounce, how high it's yes. getting off the court either. So. And the fact that he's hitting it from where he's hitting it from, like he, you know, he plays farther back, or I mean, it's just so he can, so he can, in his his ability to track down balls and and on the run hit the ball with that sort of spin, it's. And, never and, been done before and just his dominance too like if you lose the first set to him the match the match is over yeah like, there, there's no coming there's no coming back against him like his mental fortitude not to give up those any any sort of lead or anything like that is just is just and remarkable. I think he was it was precarious in the first set and i think he the, i don't know if it was for all or something and and what's the guy who was playing uh, D- dominic team team yeah he i think had a i think he had a service game that was just terrible like it was for all he was hanging in there and then he dumped a couple into the net he hit one he had a forehand out or something like that and it all breaks him and that's basically the end of the match right there like that's how quickly it, it went down yeah like, like it's over like if you give him an opening and he, he takes it, it, it especially it's on over. Clay. right yeah ex- exactly so did you hear the story about your boy roger federer what's oh, that just brought that to a halt no I? no uh he's having trouble with nike Oh really? And uh, he said he, he was leaving. He's uh, gonna leave Nike. And they said if he leaves yeah, Nike, has he, has he announced it for sure? I've, no, I've heard, said, I've heard it's a rumor. I haven't, I haven't heard it. He said he wants to leave thing. Nike, and Nike said if he goes, he can't. He doesn't have the right to the logo. Oh really? Yeah, I, I had not. I had not heard. Well, Greg, you better buy your your RF dramatic merch yeah. while you can. Well, or just wait until it goes on <coughs> discount. So yeah, we got we got Paul Bear and we got Rafael Nadal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should we should touch on the, before we get into scene or to, uh, to be seen. We should touch on the World Cup, which began today with a five nothing victory. For, well, it's uh, going to go on for a month, and uh, the U.S. isn't in it. Do we have to touch on it. That's true. That's yeah, it. no. I mean, my question was, I mean, I, I guess we Brazil's going to win. We're, we're, we're going to. It's one of these questions we might ask every week, like how in, into the World Cup are you? Um, well, just I mean, that's hard to ask today. Because it just started, so I don't. And there know. was only one. Ma- there was only, only one, one match. match. And right. it, you know, the fix was in there. Putin paid off Saudi Arabia and said, "Let us score <laughs> as much as we can," and they could only get five goals. But uh, uh, Brazil's going to win. I think Belgium is a good sleeper. That's who the, everybody's saying, right? The, yeah. That's what I read. Yeah, and um, the my biggest thing that's no, no, no Germany, which has routed everyone in in World Cup qualifying. <laughs> nah, I, I don't <laughs> the think depending so. champs, but. Uh, did you guys see on ESPN, if you can try, they have like their own bracket thing that you can fill out, like a tournament challenge. So I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I really want to do it. I'm really into soccer and the World Cup and everything. You have to go game by game <laughs> in yeah. the group stage and then in the actual knockout rounds and you have to pick a score. And I mean, it was insane. If I sat there and actually tried wow. to fill it out, it would have taken an hour right and i was like i have no patience for this did you did do you know how many people had actually filled out brackets i don't i don't but i thought that that was I'm a really weird thing to do we graham and i printed out a bracket i think alan did too and 
where we're going to fill one out. That's but. cool. I mainly raised the topic just because it's a big sporting event that's going on that we should at least Well, we should also it, acknowledge it, that we're going to get it in 2026. So that, yeah, Maybe that, there'll be a, be a game I, here. Yeah, that would be nearby. fantastic. I, I, I'd love to – get to a world cup game <laughs> I, was, I was i think oh I was, i'm going yeah there's no i'm starting to save now like that's my brother texted me that morning at like six in the morning Go, like, going start saving man. going to what the final or a game or well, like oh it's in new jersey you could go to the final yeah but, i mean yeah and imagine your if the Zela. <laughs> wow where did that go you know those things kind of went away but did. yeah i'm so excited that's definitely going to be the only world cup here for the rest of my life the only world cup i could probably get to for the rest of my life well the women's you don't think they're gonna have well, i don't know they could what I, I, what are you saying <laughs> well, Colin? well i mean i do well, have on. wnba season tickets so hold on do the math like what uh 90 90 to 2000 what is that 36 years you're not making it 36 more years after 2000 do you think i'm making <laughs> it 36 years after 2026 Should we, 2026? let's do a deadpool be... on colin uh, yeah, <laughs> what, 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 what's 36 plus 26? What year will Colin croak? No, uh, what's 36? Well, I don't know. It does, I'm going to be dead. It doesn't six, matter. Six, six you'll, be, you'll be in your 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Or close to set. You'll be like late 60s. And if I'm alive, I'll be immobile. Nobody will well, if you would work out like I'm trying to get you to, um, maybe you wouldn't be immobile. Will you care about the World Cup in the U.S.? Yeah. I, I mean, I get into it. Uh, well, when the U.S. is in it, I'll I have a reason to be interested in it, and I will absolutely because if it's here, I'll, I'll there will be much more interest. I, in I, I get into it. In, I mean, I'm not. A, I, I can't say I'm watching English Premier League games or a bunch of international soccer, but I get it. I'll get into this World Cup. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll watch the games and stuff like that. It's like so. it's almost like the. I mean, obviously the NHL is completely different, but it's almost a s- similar feel to like an NHL playoffs, where like every goal is so you know important oh yeah and that's I mean, yeah. that's the incredible thing about well it's kind of like baseball too in that sense. yeah that's true i mean the, the, the drama of of world cup soccer is pretty incredible yeah. especially with russia if russia ends up they're they're in a pretty weak i mean uruguay uruguay is in their group but but they're in a pretty and uruguay is probably the favorite to win the group they make it through through the group to the knockout round they they well no they're going to get to the knockout round right and if they do that game will be insane and putin will be there yeah along with his comrade trump (laughs) yes exactly comrade trump all right seen or to be seen I think everybody should read the story that Josh Smith is writing about Joe Alexander. Oh, well, that's nice of you. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I think everybody should read that. Josh is a man amongst boys when it comes to writing. So not bam. not not so that in the World Cup. Oh, I'm I'm interested in the U.S. Open this weekend. I know you guys don't like golf, but no, I, I I I'm into golf. It's Josh. Josh is the hater. Are you doing anything for Father's Day, Josh? I am, and I cannot wait. Because I get to see my best friend and Oh well thanks. We're gonna just I didn't know pull I pull a Colin. We're gonna do a pull a Colin and we're just gonna drink all day. Who's your best friend? Just a guy I know. And th- and this won't be occurring at his house either. <sighs> oh so. that's right. You're no. Yeah, no. Um so what yeah, so let's talk we've talked US Open. You have a pick? Uh no. Okay. <laughs> Tiger Woods? Yeah, I'll go I'll go Tiger. <laughs> So he's gonna win eventually. I think it's gonna happen I eventually. Just not, a, not major. a major or a tournament. I think he'll get cut. one more major. I, I hope he misses the cut. Major. So I don't see Tiger winning another major. Another tournament, yes, but not another major. So 
Uh, um, I mean, we could just rattle off the top golf of Justin, D- Dustin yeah, Johnson, yeah. Justin Thomas, R- Rory. I, I the think. U.S. But the U.S. Open is usually won by somebody. I don't know. It's not usually won by somebody. I think they've had like there's. It's never won by somebody. <laughs> I was gonna say somebody <laughs> that's not like top like in the yeah. top ten or something. Right. They're, they're, <laughs> it's, never, it's never won by somebody. <laughs> right. No, but I think they have They've had like a different a different win. I don't know if they had a repeat or not. A, a repeat it it has been not but, not recently. Right? right. Yeah. So it's always somebody yeah. new. Yeah. I so that would be nice to see somebody win their first major. Right. Is my point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Josh, uh, oh, any, um, any reading tidbits well, or yeah, something you saw or it would looking go, forward to? It would go back to uh, to Monday. I think it was Monday. I read Tim Layden's story on the Belmont Stakes and the Triple Crown. Mm. And if you haven't read much Tim Layden, he works for Sports Illustrated. He largely covers horse racing. He covers a lot of track and field. And he gives you the behind-the-scenes story on that horse and its connections, and he, it's, he's done that well for I yeah, mean, for and years, no one so, does yeah. it better. So yeah. if you want to know about <clears throat> that horse, that's the only guy you need to read. So I would say go back, you know, go back and find his story. It was it was pretty spectacular. And he also drops uh, drops a reference to the LeBron Michael Jordan comparison in the story. You can read well, it to find out what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and you're looking forward to your. I'm looking um, forward to vacation. not being here. Right. Yeah. Not being here. Yeah, we should say no. I'm really no looking forward to that podcast next week. That, that's one of our one, one of my uh, end of podcast announcements. Is yes, uh, uh, a couple of us will be on vacation next week. So unfortunately, all you loyal listeners out there know just another sports cat, just another sports, sports podcast. podcast um, next week. But we just will be, another we sports we will be back the following week for your listening pleasure. Hopefully, well, uh, Bar- Barry's Verluga, we wanted to have him on this week, but just with the Caps parade and, and, and the finish of their season and just everything else that's going on, he wasn't able to join us this week. But he is going to come on with us, and we hope to have him on, um, whether it's that week or the, or the week after. Sometime in the next uh, month, we will ha- we will have Barry's Verluga of the Washington Post on. So we look forward to that. And uh, on, on the final score this week, uh, I, I talked with uh, Ryan McKenna of the Frederick Keys, Carolina League All-Star um one of the hottest hitters in all of minor league baseball so so check that out uh over on, on the final score podcast page did you do seen or to be seen greg did you uh, say something i have not yet okay. um and, and then and preston palmero another carolina league all-star will be on with me uh, next week so awesome um, preston palmero son of Raphael palmero yeah, i was just who, gonna say right and so we'll 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 talk about all who all, I think all, is playing all. independent baseball at age ninety three. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and I, I will ask him about what he thinks of his dad still trying to play. I think his first League game out he went one for two or something. He he got yeah. hit. Yeah. So so check out the final score podcast because we got some good stuff going on with some of the top Frederick Keys players. Uh Sander to be seen, I'll echo what Colin said. we got World Cup, US Open, um just that that that's that's the stuff that that's not, the stuff. Uh, because there's there's just not a lot of other stuff going on at, at the moment in the world of sport. I mean, there's the dra- NBA oh, draft LeBron's coming gonna up. LeBron's going to ramp it up soon. The for, NBA offseason. NBA, NBA draft in. and free agency. Uh, uh, the or- the Orioles have fallen off a cliff. Um, the Nationals are uh, <laughs> hanging in there, I guess. So getting getting some of their players back. Yeah, there's so. a couple of things we haven't touched on. Yeah. Nats and O's My friend Mike late. tweeted and I retweeted, the Orioles, sh- the Orioles should not charge admission for the rest of the season. I think yeah. Yeah. we should also acknowledge Juan Soto, their teenage uh, superstar. Juan is, uh, Soto? The Nats, you mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, he homered yeah. twice at Yankee Stadium last night. Yeah. So I was talking about the O's. Okay. but Greg I, was I, talking about the Nats. Right. I, I wanted to, uh, before we leave, I wanted to acknowledge uh, that, too. 
So And uh, along those same lines, Juan Soto tearing up for the Nats, Chris Davis not tearing it up for the Orioles. Right. And, just and, and just now saying. Baltimore Bars are apparently offering shots to, uh, when, when, when Chris Davis – I, I forget what the what the, what when he gets a hit right when he gets a hit yeah so and if he if you're there and you and you're uh, in the bar when he actually gets a hit they will give you a shot I need to go there yeah yeah oh well, tag along with uh, Graham and Chris who I think will be in Baltimore um, oh, that's this, right this, this week yeah, doing, doing, doing their podcast on cat so all right thanks everyone for listening just another sports podcast. <clears throat> Sports podcast. That should be how we introduce it every day.